Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Yours, Mine, and the Truth, a podcast about me, Travis Woloshin, <laughs> but really more about the texts of my youth and a reevaluation of their merit. Thanks for joining me today, joining us, because I've got uh, another great guest on today. And uh, a, b- a bit before we get into that, a bit of a programming note, this is kind of acting as the this has been season three that you've been listening to all all summer long of yours, mine, the truth. And this will, I know I had said we were going to try to fit in one more before this, but this will kind of act as the de facto season finale of season three of yours, mine, and the truth, the extreme six season. Um, uh, because uh, I, as I had mentioned before, I had planned on getting together with, and we had made plans, preliminary plans to do even a watch along of um the, the the nice guys <clears throat> uh, with uh, Scott McLeod and and Brad McNeil is going to be returning to staff picks. And we, we will still do this. It's just going to be outside of this little kind of summer bubble that I was trying to do season three in because, you know, life happens, as we know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so that will happen. But but so this is this is officially the, the season finale of Yours, Mind the Truth season three uh, because it happened, you guys. It finally happened. Uh, I got to go see my 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 teenage favorite band live in concert after all these decades, like three plus decades of of you know knowing this band and and going through different phases of being into them and what have you. Up to the point where I'm just like I'm way into them now, but I'm just interested in. You know, the music is almost secondary, but I, but I do really like the music, as you guys know, as you know. Uh, but it's really just, as you're going to hear, it's it's become something different. It's a, it's a special experience. Uh, um, and I think if you, you know, we'll talk about more of this on the way out. But I think if you go back and, you know, if people have been listening to this all the way through and people who know me... Um, uh, you'll see that this is kind of a fitting uh, uh, kind of situation with with what I've gone through with this band and what I've stuck with with this band and what this band kind of represents for me. Um, my friend uh, and business partner and creative partner, Max Mitchell, recently said they're my religion. And I don't think that's true. I wouldn't call it that. You know, I'm not going to do anything crazy, but there is something... There is something rather profound uh, that I have attached to them, and it and it's yeah, you know, it goes beyond the music. Um, and I guess you're going to hear that here with uh, a very special guest uh, returning to the show, uh, Wade Kinley, uh, author, playwright, uh, creative, awesome dude, great friend, um, and yeah. Uh, we we went on this journey and we went and saw this show and you're going to hear us talk all about it and what we thought about it and I all I'll say is I'm so proud of this episode uh, and I like where where this conversation went and I hope you like it too. Uh, so yeah, this is myself, Travis Lawson and Wade Kinley discussing Extreme live on their Thicker Than Blood tour in Seattle, Washington. So enjoy. But my point is, is you, you, you suffered for it because you couldn't wait to your next fucking gig. Why couldn't you wait to your next gig? Because you were going to not playing guitar. You were going to be on a stage 
and you are going to share that with somebody. You're going to share your energy, the danger of doing it once, the excitement of doing it once and getting it like fucking, but blacking out. And I'm telling you, I've done drugs. I've toured with people who've done drugs. And I'm convinced that the majority of musicians that do drugs that get fucked up and end up even going places that they shouldn't is because they've experienced the greatest drug of all. And the greatest drug of all is being on that fucking stage and playing a song for an audience and having that reaction and singing with you or them just fucking like, it's, it's, it's an escape for everybody. People come to see you play to escape their shit. And you're there doing that for them and with them and they're coming with you. I used to think I was entertaining people. I'm not. They're coming there to go with you. They go, I want to hang with you for a minute. Take me fucking wow. with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I used to think like we'd have to try hard and jump around and, and play the song. And I forgot, no, wait a second. The physicality and the passion comes from what I'm doing. They want to see what I'm doing. They don't want to be like, you know, we're not at a circus just getting entertained by somebody on a thing. They like, take me for my shit and take me on that journey with your lyrics, your melodies, your guitar solos, your grooves, your show, your set, everything. So when I finish, I'm like, fuck. All right, I can go back to work tomorrow and bring it. Welcome back, everybody, to yours, mine, and the truth. And uh, this is uh, the season finale uh, guest we have here for for season three, uh, for like a, a real special season, the extreme six season. We're gonna get to the to the bottom of some things today, but we find what we're finally gonna get to is is seeing them live. And I got to go with uh, our guest here, who we have here right now, uh, uh, an old friend. Uh, is uh, author playwright uh, uh wade kinley wade how are you i'm good brother how are you good to see you again yeah it is great to see you to again back. i was just about that how long have we known each other All right, look okay so wade was on episode yeah, four when uh when we did we talked <laughs> about waiting for the punchline which i said out loud uh this is my least favorite this is the worst of the extreme albums and i got a you know among other things 
I, I did say some good things too, of course. Uh, but I, that's a, the the album that or that was the podcast that got me a like and a follow from Gary Sharon that episode. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so that was pretty exciting. But it was the one where I actually said those words. So if he heard me, he's like, "Oh fuck this guy." We're gonna get to the uh, if you know in the back of my mind if he, if he really did uh, at the end of the the sh- later in the show today. Okay. But um, but how long have we known each other? I want to say two thousand. Maybe even 99, 2000. It's, it's 20 years at least. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, you know, we don't, uh, to be honest, like we haven't had, a, we haven't, we hadn't had a, a real kind of get together um, or like long conversation since we had last done this, right? So, uh, you know, yeah, because definitely. we have, yeah, we've got families and lives and they've kind of taken us in different directions. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, this goddamn band from Boston brings us back together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm so glad they did, dude. Before we get into everything they did, I, in spite of whatever, <laughs> you know, the adventures that we had and and a great time uh, in the show. I had such a great time just hanging out with you again, dude. I want to yeah, get that yeah. out of it. Um, I, 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 I concur. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, so this is... <laughs> The date is August 29th, 2023. We uh we we never thought it would happen. <laughs> yeah. Um uh yeah, so yeah, so we're going to see Extreme. Um uh I remember, you know, I asked a couple people, I asked Sat, I asked my friend Ted, uh, and then I, I asked you, and you were the one who were who was like the most gogo. The other was like, I don't know, we'd have to get back to you. Uh and and eventually none of them could make it. Um but yeah, and so we booked these these tickets to finally see this band. It, what was cool is that it was the last show on their U.S. tour. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, you uh, took the approach of not wanting to see the set list. And I'm the guy who's always, uh, for whatever band, if it's a band I'm really excited to see, I see kind of what they're doing and what their vibe is and if they do mess with it or, or, or not. And we'll talk a bit about that as we go. But um, yeah, so uh, we, we were all jazzed up the day before i said we're gonna we want to meet at about 9 a.m and i've got an electric vehicle a nissan leaf only 106 155k at best uh but if you're going up hills like that that drops pretty quick yeah and uh and i and uh you know i'm planning with my wife uh things before and like she's wanting to leave like we're earlier and i was telling you this and i'm like she's i'm like she's saying we're gonna get there by five you're like an eight hour trip to seattle Seattle. and i'm like yeah we gotta make this stop yes it should take two and a half hours but we are driving an electric vehicle so we stopped to charge along the way and we have things planned out but shit happens and uh and uh among those things that happen along the way uh we kind of had to stop stay longer at one particular place because of uh, a, a torrential rainfall that happened uh kind of thing and so all of a sudden like it's getting closer to way closer to five than we would have thought in fact it's getting uh it's looking like we're gonna get there after five um but after this like after this like uh uh trip where again we're learning a lot about each other you got to sit in the back with my daughter who mm-hmm. who is who uh, you know as you notice has like zero social anxiety and was ready to to just get into your, hear your life story as soon as she was done with hers you know yeah i thought it was great i thought oh i'm gonna have to sit in the back with a seven-year-old that she's gonna hate she's gonna hate that yeah yeah nope. no 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 yeah lots to tell me yeah she did yeah and you guys yeah. and you're super patient man i really appreciate it but you know you guys had a great time and she's yeah, yeah, not she's nine she's gonna kill me if i if i if, oh, I, if, I, if I let nine. that slide nine, 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 nine. um <laughs> um 
That's from Inglorious Bastards. Remember that scene? Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, very good. Excellent. <laughs> I knew. Um, uh, yeah. So we, as I said, we we, we listened to what I kind of tricked you into yeah. uh, with the set list you learned afterwards. But uh, I thought I told Christine that before. I'm like, don't tell. Whatever you do, don't tell Wade this is a set list. We're just going to listen. I appreciate that. See, I'm I'm of the take where I don't want to know anything before I show up. I don't know what song. I don't know what. I don't want to know what song is coming next because I want to be surprised. And I I will get to it. Yeah. And I felt that was a pretty harmless uh, kind of ruse. That was fun. That was great. great. Yeah. Um, So. Uh, oh, and we listened to some, and we listened to the Barbie soundtrack and things. And here's the thing that, a big (laughs) thing that we learned uh, um, about you and I are both extreme fans right we have stayed yes. with this band as they've grown older and as if we've grown older and and it was so great to come back to them it's great to come back to them again at this age but as we have grown up and and maybe even like even before this i think our we don't share the same music tastes all around right i would say no is it, is it safe to say that well no like because i felt like yeah you weren't as into the barbie soundtrack as we are and i know you don't like like a song like beautiful girls as much as i do Right. Yeah, right. yeah. We we have very we I don't like the Barbie. I mean, I like the movie. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but that's my that's not my Yeah, that's, that's what I mean, movie. right? Like I, I think um, yeah, I but the nine year old girl loved it and I see, yes, I see but why. so do I. But I love so I I think I like uh uh I'd like pop just pop music yeah, in general yeah, 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 a little yeah. bit more well, than you. What else that's to to say say? was was that we have and we'll get to it at the end of the, the show, I think, but we have yeah, we both love the record, but the new one, Extreme Six. But mm-hmm. I think we like it for very almost starkly different reasons. Which mm, is cool. Th- cool, that is rad. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Um. But but you know I I would say it made me think about I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, maybe I've talked to you about it before the documentary on the darkness uh, on the edge of town on the Bruce Springsteen. I mean I know I've seen it, but I don't know yeah. if you've talked about it. But he talks about because there's all those songs that they left off of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure, and sure, and sure, he that. talks about the promise uh, record. Yeah, yeah. And Bruce talks about how little Steven fucking loves those little pop mm-hmm, gems mm-hmm. that don't make it right. And he, and he refers to it as the uh, the never ending now. Like, that's what pop music is. It's like that. Mm-hmm. It's not about mm-hmm. the moment. It's just living in that that little two and a half to three minute kind of moment and, and feeling it right. Mm-hmm. And um, you're, not, you're not comparing the Barbie soundtrack to Bruce Springsteen right now, right? No, but <laughs> but but I, I like I, I'd say yeah, I'd say yeah, you're more the, if we're yeah, 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 <laughs> if we're um. You know, if if you and I form some sort of E Street band continuum, I think you're the Bruce and I'm the uh, little Steven in the in the situation. Is that safe I'll, to say? I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Any All right, day. cool, Any cool. Day. All right, awesome. That's the, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, okay. So, oh, but oh, I do want to say what yeah. the best thing that happened in this in this extended longer and especially boy spirits were low when that fucking torrential rain for uh came outside that whole foods was the first time i thought we might not make the show yeah 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 um but i again i appreciate your patience dude and and uh and everything through all that but we ended up at like we had to go to a level two charger which takes a little longer (laughs) at a hilton in uh garden um, suites i think it's called hilton garden Garden Suites suites in Oh, oh my gosh, Burlington? Is that <laughs> right? Or Mount Vernon? It wasn't Linwood because I wanted was to get the Linwood. 
It might have been Everett. Yes, Somewhere I think. Somewhere in there. Something in I there. I think we drove around. God damn it. I should figure that out. I'm going to figure that out in my outro because I really want to give them a shout out because, yeah, yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Like, and we were Brenda. both kind of sitting there. Yeah, Brenda, thank you. I'm so glad you remembered her name um, because you were sitting in the back and the, and I knew we were going to have to be there for a while. And everyone's just kind of like, fuck. And I go in and I see they got a bar going and a, and a uh, menu. And I go in and, and I go back and I go, hey. You want a beer? And he's like, just, fuck yeah. Just that knock <laughs> yeah. on the that knock yeah. on the window. Just, yeah. 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 It, it turned things around for sure. Yeah. And we had a couple, and then my wife was able to take over the drive because we're literally like, you know, what were we like 30 we're, minutes or less? 20 we, minutes. Yeah, we from, were just outside the yeah. Just outside. Well, the problem was in Seattle. If anybody, it's Seattle, and I was gonna, knows, it's like yeah. once we're just outside the traffic. Yeah, the everybody hurts uh video in, in action, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um uh but anyways so we made it to our hotels our hotels were pretty close to each other yeah i yeah. ran up i ran up took a shower um and then came down and met you and we got in line and, and we got there the doors were opening at seven um i think we got there to about i got there like 10 after seven i could see the the lineup was around the block for the show box this great venue in mm-hmm. in um this is the first show i'd seen there um but i'd heard people talk about how awesome it was and it's awesome I, I i'm excited to see something else there soon man um it's really cool to see who's been playing it since i don't know like i'm on the show but like dude it's so whenever i get like a job or something in like a, a different part of the world or if i do so if i need to you know, I end up getting on these mailing lists mm-hmm. that uh, for like, uh, like, a, you know, I did a job in Iowa, right? And I still get like, find out what's good to eat in Iowa. And I don't want to leave because it's kind of like, oh, that's a nice surprise. Or like, what's happening in Texas, you know, uh, wrestling wise, right? So it's a kind of nice reminder. And so now I'm getting all these reminders of who's playing the show box now. And it's like, uh, yeah. it's a good, it's a really like, I, it's it's quality, man. They bring in uh, good acts and it's not yeah. just like ones who are on the way up and some that are kind of still like kind of more legacy like what we saw but the linda lindas are playing there dude have you heard the linda lindas album yet no oh i think you should play it with your um uh with your whole family you'll love it it's a it's um it's for uh young girls but it's a punk band uh and at times it's pop punk and at times it's harder punk but they're it's great and they're and they play uh they're playing there uh shortly after extreme among others so um yeah we get in line uh and uh, and like I said, it's a long line. And there, I remember a kid walked by. I had my I had my Extreme Six T-shirt on, and the kid walked by and said King Kong, and he was excited about that. And we did our kind of pregame prep, and we went in there. And I got a T-shirt, another T-shirt right away. Um, and we went straight up. We got a good spot right up at the front there, right. And you were thank you for for going on the on the beer runs. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, and um, and then we yeah, it felt like right away. Uh, the opening act came out and it was living color and okay that's the other uh, precursor as you, as i've mentioned on this uh podcast uh online i was really trying to get a movement going for extreme to open with a cover of van halen's ain't talking about love a uh, spoiler alert didn't happen it hasn't happened at all uh but living color comes out and they open with fucking rock and roll by led zeppelin and the place is having such a great time get uh, right away what it uh, i'll say right away uh an awesome opening act one of the best opening acts i've ever seen like just in terms of like bringing a fun energy that stayed from the top to the bottom they had because they mixed in these um they mixed in a bunch of covers right within within their vibes and and even with the songs of theirs that i didn't know they're such great musicians and their bassists really stood out uh 
Uh, we thought the front man's got charisma for days and the, the guitarist has a really kind of nastier, kind of dirty kind of vibe to his playing, but it's really great too. I mean, dirtier than, than Nuno, right? Um, and it just kind of rough around the edges and gritty. But yeah, uh, they opened with that. Uh, then it went into, again, two, two or I think three song, three of their originals that, that I didn't really know, but they were all great. Uh, and one of them called Funny Vibe had a bit of a fight the power public enemy uh, snippet in the middle that got yeah. everybody up and running. Yeah. And then they did. Uh, and then out of nowhere, they bring the lights down and uh, the lead singer does this low key like Prince cover uh, of uh, Nothing Compares to You, like the Prince version. And it was so fitting, man. It was and he so... made a reference. He made a reference to Sinead O'Connor before they sang it. Yeah. Something like, um, oh, he said something about long goodbyes or something yeah. about a goodbye. So yeah, like, yeah. Like, like they were leaving the stage, it felt like, for a second. Yeah, but then yeah. then they went into that and like, oh, he's talking about Sinead. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but it was definitely the... Fuck. And, uh, like an early showstopper, man. Like we'd only been there for, what, 20 minutes at this point? Yeah, I mean, it felt, it felt a lot. It felt a lot like a double bill, really. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, played, they yeah. didn't play. They didn't play as long as no, no, as but extreme, obviously. Yeah. But the pet, the place was packed for them. Yeah, and, and had such a great energy from the start, man. That that whole place was, you know, there was an interesting mix of people. Uh, like mm -hmm. I thought for sure, we saw some people around our age and maybe a little older, but also, um, sure, uh, some definitely younger kids too. I, th I think you saw a lot of like the. And we saw a kid, those kind of kids who are in all black wearing a no FX uh, hoodie and things like that, who are like guitar techs or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. working along in McQuaid and things like this, who really wanted to see these kind of masters of the crap totally. um, um, in action. Uh, so it was it was such a it was such a great vibe early on. Um, uh, so then, yeah, then they go into another song of theirs called Time's Up and then Glabber Boys, which is like mm. a song that uh, like I had never heard before, but you knew you knew it uh, and the crowd was and so into I it. I hadn't heard it since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh. it now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And we, we've been listening to it a lot since uh, and the crowd was way into it. Um, and by the end, like, uh, you know, I was singing along, right? Because there's the, the, the mm -hmm. I'm fierce and woo. Uh, mm -hmm. And then and then so the bassist talked about um being around for the introduction of hip-hop um, i mean i should be looking up his name and it being an important part of like uh when hip-hop was born and stuff and they did this um kind of grandmaster flash and the sugar hill gang um kind of uh a little medley uh it was white lines first and then apache that was uh, or apache the one in the middle which is like kind of jump on it doom 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 um right, right, thing right. and then finishing with the message and it was Dude, like it got to like the crowd at the end. It's like a jungle sometimes. I keep me wondering. It's like it's so good. Or don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Like the whole That's crowd the was one. so in it, right? A whole bunch of us, like these, like you know, these <laughs> aging, aging Gen Xers, and yeah. uh, and uh, everybody. It was, it was a, it was a really cool moment. Um, but and he then played they, on those. He played. Yeah, like they, yeah. That's how. That's how. Um, yeah. Uh, the lead singer's name. I want to say Corey Glover. I think is that it? Mm -hmm. I think that's how we introduced him. He said he was around for those. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and, and, and then didn't we look it up? And he like he played bass on White Lines. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's why that's like crazy. And that's why like we felt like it was <laughs> you tell the levels for different bands, different different um instruments were getting turned up a bit. And and mm -hmm. the, as as great as the guitarist was that we mentioned him, the bassist stood out and they were pumping that bass uh, a lot harder. Um and and but and for when it got to something like this, you totally saw why. Uh and then again another song of theirs, Ignorance is Bliss, which was great. Um and then finally they go into Cult of Personality. 
uh their their big hit i saw you know cm punk is now uh, uh really on the outs i don't know if you've been following his his drama but um but is interesting it's interesting to think about how much i'm sure that song or him using that song has made them a ton of money and and has probably helped them kind of get into the situation where they're able to tour with extreme even as possible um uh you know in spite of who they are that these things kind of help put um bands back on the radar that might not have so look cm punk has kind of turned out to be like not not my favorite person and he was a great wrestler once and he's maybe not anymore but he can this is something that you know one of those weird kind of feathers in his hat i think um okay so like then bring, there, i like how you bring it back to wrestling every i, I mean i had to with, with, with that and uh, yeah that's it's it's in my it's in my dna but that's good. um um they finished with one more cover and, and i know we couldn't remember it and we couldn't remember but it was should i stay or should i go by the clash because remember Corey right. went through the entire crowd for the whole thing oh, that's and it right. was yeah. and it was should i stay or should i go and the place was just like bouncing around and yeah. had such a great time and it was like they wouldn't they wouldn't um they it's like they didn't want to leave kind of thing and a really great vibe it was such a good time and they're like stay tuned for extreme like and the, and the place is so hype like as i said um one of the best opening acts i've ever seen and i and it, it, like i i'm really trying to you know it, it's good that we've got like what about a week and a half separation from this one i'm trying to temper my mm. my emotions on this and try to separate from like was this good or are we just you know am i just kind of finally getting to see these you know these teenage yeah. you know this is yeah. my 16 year old finally feeling this but at that yeah. moment dude like I, I, I don't care. I don't fucking yeah. care, right? Yeah. Like, and I don't think so. I honestly don't think so because uh, no, the crazy talented uh, uh, band, crazy talented bunch of guys with a with a who really just had that 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 place in the palm of their hand. Um, anything you'd like yeah. to add, buddy? Um, yeah, this, no, I I agree with what you're saying. Like, and these guys, it wasn't like seeing a legacy act. And this goes for both bands that yep. can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen any footage of the Aerosmith, the new uh, Aerosmith tour. No, I thought you were going to say Guns N' Roses, but I have, no, I have seen some of that. I'll let you know in a couple weeks. I'm going to go yeah, see yeah, 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 but. Um, but it's just like, it, I mean, it doesn't. Well, they opened for them like I, I, it was a year ago today, I think, or a year ago this week. They opened for them at the Aerosmith 50th anniversary show at Fenway Park. Extreme yeah. opened for them. Yeah. And I didn't I, I saw the extreme, but I didn't really watch any of the Aerosmith uh, footage, to be honest. I mean, you can't tell on YouTube, but it didn't yeah, look, it didn't. It didn't look good. Yeah. Um, But and I mean, extremes, they're not that they're not that old. I mean, they're late 50s. It's not it's not compared to the. Did you hear the new Stones song? The, the Stones put out a new song. Did you I hear know. it? Yeah. I like it. I, I like good. it. I like it. I think I, I, it sounds like AI wrote uh, a stone song. Do you know what I mean? It has a little bit of like, it's like they're checking off boxes, right? It feels right. like really and, and like, yeah. uh, anyways, anyways, we could talk about that forever. But, that's true. That's true. But, but yeah, that, um, there's a, no. there's a, yeah. Like if we're supposed to be taking them seriously, but it, you know? but I, but I felt like I felt the, the enthusiasm of those guitar tech kids that you're talking about, like seeing a band, that is that good at what they do still mm -hmm. and especially Nuno. Mm -hmm. um but gary's voice too yeah yeah um yeah but well, we haven't that, got to that yet 
yeah exactly but seeing them but seeing a band like that oh yeah we're not even talking about extreme yet we're talking about (laughs) but but it goes for living color too they're all on their on their a game too and they can still play um i wish we could have heard the guitar a little more Mm -hmm. uh, but you're right they had the bass uh, up front and center Mm -hmm. and yeah opening with rock and roll they opened the the first the first thing out of his mouth was it's been a long time since i rock, and, rock and roll and i felt that i'm like yep that me too like dude the hair on the since... back of my neck uh yeah, i mean what stands a... even you saying it right now yeah, yeah. um and to, and then but i, I didn't I, I didn't put together the uh should i stay or should i go yeah um, but yeah but they're they're they were they're they're they were um giving us messages not 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 too veiled yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and like yeah and so like how do you not go along with that when there's that that much uh talent and joy in that room and yeah. just uh yeah uh, as i said uh it was it was a treat to see them uh like it was, i was stoked to see extreme obviously but yeah, yeah. what a, yeah it was a what a yeah. nice surprise to see uh, those guys yeah so so um Man. And then uh, this, uh, this we, somehow it felt like we got a little bit closer. It felt like if there were seats there, we're probably in row three or row four. I'd say it sound about right. Yeah, man. I mean, the show box is small. Yeah, yeah. I was I was shocked at how small it is. Uh, it can fit fifteen hundred. It can. Uh, What's can, the and, and we did get a sellout. Uh, Commodore is nine hundred really? uh, to a thousand. Yeah, crazy, eh? It or maybe smaller, twelve. Maybe twelve. Um, excuse me. I think the. Um, uh, that ball the the ballroom floor there is a little more deceptive uh mm-hmm. it's it's long it's long but it's not as wide as as right, uh where right, we right. were yeah um, i mean despite numbers and true yeah. facts whatever it felt small yeah it yeah felt yeah really really small yeah and, and intimate we right it, up, yeah i got we were, some great we were pictures three rows from the stage for sure yeah yeah um and so okay here's a big here's something that i had been noticing in the other shows that we didn't get, and maybe this has to do with the size of the show box, um, is we got the 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 cover of the album, the big uh, Pakanuga behind them for the whole show, and it didn't change at all. At some of the other shows, you can see that, you can see a change to when they do the medley, or when they get to the, I mean, I'll tell you uh, as we go kind of okay. thing about what it changes to. Um, so it's play. So what, what starts to play is, uh, it's a song uh, from the, 1976 version king kong it's called sacrifice hail to the king john barry's the composer and in the um in the 76 version it's like kong kong like people are chanting this in the actual movies but uh for us because add the name of the gorilla on the cover of the album named after all the the members of the band is Pakanuga. So it starts as Pakanuga and the lights are kind of flashing as the band kind of makes their way up to stage uh, on the stage. And, and then slowly Nuno starts to uh, tune up and the, you can feel the electricity and like, there they are, dude, there's mm-hmm. our guys. Finally, mm-hmm. finally we made it. And he opens with a, a killer track from porno graffiti, which they had changed uh, as they're opening, I'll tell you in the set list, probably about halfway through, they changed to this. And I, I fucking love that they did with it's a monster. Cause it has such a, it's so memorable and such a great riff and has a, that trademark Nuno solo in the middle. And yeah, ev- you know, that everyone in that uh, crowd knew it. Right. Um, and that's the other thing, man, everyone sang along with every song that we were around, man. It was Especially so, one of them. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and dude, we were jumping like oh, nuts. Yeah. So, like, dude, I like I knew we were in for as soon as I felt your your arm on my or your hand on my shoulder that we were gonna be the <laughs> among the rowdiest or at least the liveliest uh or more most energy uh of the people there. And and yeah. like dude, and it didn't stop. Like my calves were killing me the next day. Um uh, but uh in a in a the best feeling in the world. Um so yeah, and that just kills and then Little known facts, or no, maybe uh, our eagle-eyed listeners or eagle-eared, I don't know what they <laughs> yeah. call it, uh, will know that um, uh, Wade's favorite extreme song is Decadent Stance. And Still boom, boom, track two. Oh. Uh, like, that's so the second song. Like, right after this, two favorites from Pornographies, including, from Pornographies, including one of their, yeah, I, I think I had it in my top five as, uh, as well. And just one of their signature songs and the place is again, if the, if the, uh, the, the roof can't go off anymore. Again, we're, uh, everybody knows everything. Um, another great solo mad energy. They haven't really talked at all. Right. They haven't really spoken at all. Right. That, no. And I feel like it wasn't until maybe after, after the next song, which is Rebel, which is, and then uh, the first uh, song or one of the songs from the new album, the first new one that they played. And again, every, even doesn't matter around us because everybody's still singing along and it's got a kind of a bit of bit uh, angrier vibe, a little less partier than before. But um, again, everybody's so into it. And I think they might've said something or, or said some kind of quick little hello. Yeah, but they weren't talking a lot at, at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- and I feel like Nuno spoke a lot more than Gary did. Does that sound right? Oh, From what uh, I can remember? A thousand percent. I, yeah. I, Gary. I don't remember him Gary chatting much at all. spoke a word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he said a lot. Nuno's the chatterbox. I mean, even in a look at it, look at look at any interview. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuno oh, I did happened. watch a good chunk of that um, two hour interview. Who who Rick was Beato? it? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I watched about 45 minutes and and he and there was uh, probably a soundbite. I'm glad you, I, re- I remember that there's a soundbite that Nuno had uh, or said something that was really. Yeah, right. That kind of focused on why we love these guys. And he kind of nailed it in about it's about, you know, 30 seconds of of mixed into this two hours of of yeah like like this guy likes to talk right Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. um and sometimes it's great and sometimes it's just like it's uber like he's using tech jargon that that i'm just like kind of uber lost if i'm not a you know one of those uh guitar techs right where he's talking about using different pedals and and things like that like give me a break but but there's uh, i'll find that um but yeah he's the chatty one for sure but yeah, because then after Rebel, they go into Rest in Peace and Hip Today. Like they're two singles from uh, Three Sides to Every Story. And then from um, The Glorious, uh, Waiting the, for the Punchline. Punch um, but OK, so I will say but when they put on Rest in Peace, the big orange three symbol behind them at, at the oh. thing. Right, dude, how how great would that feel mixed yeah, in with that? Yeah, like yeah. these things we aren't even thinking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and I think something similar with Hip Today, it's like the clown looking at the gun uh, right behind oh, him for okay. that whole thing, right? Again, would kind of add to everything. Um, and I thought both of those were great. I was a little surprised because Rest in Peace, again, one of my, I think was in my top, definitely one of my top 10 extreme songs. Uh, live uh, didn't kind of, it's a little more mid-tempo. So I think coming after these songs, maybe it felt they needed a cooler somewhat, um, but it wasn't as hot of a, a live track as as some of the others. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember um, going as nuts for rest. Yeah, yeah. I did for the 
first three yeah 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 like you said like decadence dance the the roof blew off my own head like, I, yeah. couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't believe where i was for a second. yeah yeah like I didn't, I, that's that's what that's the moment i had been waiting for yeah um yeah. but yeah i thought it was really interesting and we'll, we're not done yet but um that they they stuck rebel in their number three and then they didn't come back to six for a while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so they kind of knew yeah. but but they did come back to six and i think oh, it says sure. something that like uh, where they started placing them that uh, you know uh, you don't necessarily have to front load a concert with your new material but you can yeah yeah and when you've been away for a while Mm -hmm. like let's be honest let's we we all know what we're here for we want to yeah we we know yeah (laughs) we want to hear high school again yeah and they they knew that yeah 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 which is what they they did right after him right after this boom and then hip today and so then the screen just turns to uh just the original red extreme logo right Mm -hmm. that's on the cover i think i wonder why we didn't get that i know i I, I, because i don't think they had the tech for it right and i think it needs a bigger back behind them uh looking at looking at the instagram and stuff they look like they they did play bigger places yeah yeah i think so too bigger like actual theaters with balconies and yeah yeah i saw that as well i think that's why we don't have our, because they take a picture of of the, every show, they take a picture of the audience, and ours hasn't shown up on Instagram. I was really no. hoping to, to, that we'd be in there, but it's, hopefully it'll show up somewhere at some point. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so as you mentioned, they they go into they go into a medley from their uh, their first album, which was so great. Uh, so it was Teacher's Pet, Flesh and Blood, Wind Me Up, another uh, Wade Kidley favorite, and Kid Ego, and Kid Ego, uh, 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 one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, uh, awesome. And I think this is the way that they should pay tribute to that uh, um, that uh, album or or if they are going to do something from that album is to kind of just do a snippet of everything, because, you know, I bet you we all have favorites from there. I know we all have favorites from there, but I don't think everyone has the same favorite because it's a little more mm-hmm. buried in the thing. And if they can just kind of catch capture that vibe and kind of hit the hit the hot choruses um, uh, and then finish with that that number one single that that kind of has a nice, you know, there's a there's a bit of a there's something harmonious about it. And it kind of makes sense. Right. It's like a, a Reese's uh, or a Rubik's Cube. Um, also, them doing a medley is uh, is is something that they should be doing because of the of the the queen moment right the the freddie mercury tribute i like mm-hmm. that they incorporate a medley into their uh thing i, I as as you know accomplished musicians because not a lot i don't think a lot of acts do that anymore i mean like god i don't go to a ton of shows but um you know when i saw last time i saw prince when it was later in his career he did a a, a, a ton just to get a bunch of like but it was like hardly any snippets. Like, I think I got like, you know, 20 seconds of I would die for you. Right. And I was like, yeah. freak it out. Cause I fucking love that song. But, uh, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how common it is. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's common at all. And normally yeah. I think if you had told me that was going to happen before the show, I'd have been kind of disappointed, mm-hmm. but in the show, I, I, I appreciated it because Otherwise, I don't think we would have got Teacher's Pet or Wind Me Up, two of my nope. favorite songs. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have heard them at all, right? Probably nope. not. You're right. Probably would have played right. Kid Ego and left it. Yeah, yeah. Um, or play you know, because they already had Play With Me kind of coming up here. Yeah. Uh, which they do. It is great. That, and yeah. And it's just kind of like, let's just keep this ball rolling kind of thing, picking up the yeah. thing off the, yeah. uh, you know, if, if things kind of slow down a bit with Rest in Peace and Hip Today or 
you know, kind of got a different vibe. They kind of got that kind of pick up the good times uh, 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 thing going here with these with these tracks. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, such a good time. And again, everybody's loving it. Everybody knows this band inside and out. It was so fun, man. Yeah. Uh, and they um, could have left that. They could have left that record off completely too, because hundred percent. In a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, that's a very kind of raw almost immature to what yeah, they be yeah. to what they became yeah 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 it's a bit of a different band it's, but it makes sense that that kind of yeah, in there nice in there acknowledge it yeah in the later like it is kind of those things like i talked about it with banshee which we're going to hear later uh, banshee on the album is kind of like the equivalent of like i used to always think you know i, I don't know if you, you listen to me talk about it or not but when you'd hear about Paul McCartney going back to the Cavern Club to play like those original songs, I'm like, why yeah. do you need to go play those really early? They're like nursery rhymes, you know what I mean? Kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, but then yet, when you see stuff. something, yeah, when you see stuff like this, um, it's kind of like, yeah, there is something to that, to going back and finding that early kind of uh, unpolished vibe and and uh, the, the energy that comes with it. Mm -hmm. No, uh, I, I'm glad they did it. Yeah, yeah. And so from there, we go into like the the start. They did a lot of intro covers. And this was their first Queen uh, intro is they did like a really kind of like a, a much faster version of We Will Rock You um, that led into because it was uh, was was faster, went right into the intro of Play With Me. So this is how they got in a way they got five songs out, uh, out of the way from that opening album, just in a, yeah. in a, in a heartbeat here, because they're also so high paced, right? Especially play with me. Um, and Nuno put on his backwards cap here. And I noticed this is, this is the one thing I noticed too, and looking at all of their, um, you know, watching the clips and, and following the set list and everything through this, you start to notice like, you know, this little, like, Oh, this kind of, wow, this kind of natural onstage banter is, very choreographed and very yeah. highly like he, he always puts on his backwards cap for this one because it's play with me and he always does the yawn in the middle of the solo when it gets really crazy um which is great whatever right do the show he's a he's a, he's a he's a theatrical dude yeah. And, oh yeah and he's right next to gary so i mean if there's so if there's somebody who's gonna be you know uh yeah. play play into the cheap seats uh then yeah. go ahead go nuts um and that's kind of you know it's kind of a part of the what the band is too i'd say sure uh and then they bring out the uh so they move up the, this is the kind of the more acoustic set where they bring out uh k fig uh, kevin figure uh figurito and uh, uh brings up his uh kind of a smaller drum set up to the front and uh i should mention you know all these guys are killing it through here nuno pat and and gary mm -hmm. uh pat badge and they're all having such a good time i'm loving the smiles yeah, on yeah, their yeah. faces it doesn't feel like they're kind of forcing their way through this you know gary's going full fucking tilt from the start he's in far better shape than i am oh my god <laughs> it is shocking yeah. uh uh he's the, pop up there man you big time big time yeah. great guy I, I hadn't made that comparison but 100 percent um or, or that connection but yeah you're right um and so yeah. they did their their little uh and i feel like um especially they did in this acoustic set the first song was definitely short and it was tragic comic again another song from three sides every sorry song i have a great fondness for um it maybe uh i don't want to say you know it wasn't a low there's no real low points but this might have been the low point like uh, I, uh, mm. everybody kind of swayed along but this is kind of a song that i think is more suited for an album than than being played live maybe but we all know that we got to hear it um if i had my way i'd probably would rather have heard stop the world if they're gonna 
uh, pick one from there, but uh, it was nice anyways. Uh, and when from from here went into wholehearted, which is you know an all time great. Um, everybody loved that, and they're still, you know, it's probably the song they've played the second most or had to have played the second most in their career. But it doesn't feel again it, like it looks like they're, they're having fun. Hit, yeah, sure. yeah, that's what I mean, right? You can yeah. see that. Um, there's a way that they that some of that energy might start to feel a little more fabricated or affected but no again all this everybody it felt like everyone's having such a good time and you know nuno's doing it on the shit on the 12 string here that you'd think he'd be sick of doing this but it looks like he's it looks like he's finding new things to do or at least it felt that way like uh, he's just like you know again such a great uh such a great time such a good um I, I, I'm going to try to limit the way I say vibe on the way out of here because I felt like I've said it a thousand times already. But it's just the energy in that room was incredible. Um, and and so from here, they okay, okay, here's the next song from Six is one of your favorites, Other Side Ooh. of the Rainbow. And I got to say, seeing this song live, I, uh, I it's the opposite of Tragic Comic. I I I, I loved it. I mean, I've, the song has kind of grown me a bit. I really love it. And, uh, uh, my wife Christine on the on the ride mentioned how much she loves Gary's the stuff he does in the wishing on a star like oh, yeah, in that, the middle that, that kind of stuff is in the is really cool. really cool yeah and uh, um, yeah, that's his voice crack a little bit yeah song. yeah yeah that's cool um uh and so it was cool to see that happen but uh, and this is a moment that I knew was going to come uh, is like he actually d- plays a little bit of the guitar because uh, uh, Nuno has to do the kind of good time uh, solo on the electric right um, uh, and that's a, a, a cute touch right uh, uh, and yeah so everyone's just like again if you imagine all these people who have been following this band forever and then all of a sudden uh, the lead singers playing the guitar for the because I don't I don't think it's ever happened you know so again they, like just super good times. Everyone's having a great feeling. And that kind of wrapped up the acoustic set. Anything you want to say about those three songs? Tragic Comic, Wholehearted, uh, Other Side of the Rainbow? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, Tragic Comic was, I, I, it's kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. But, I was, but I'm not, but I think we, we talked about this too. Like three sides, looking back on it, it's not, it's not, I don't love it as much as. Much as, I, as, as much as I do. But um, yeah, of course, Wholehearted was amazing. Mm-hmm. And other side of the rainbow, yeah, it's like it's a, it's it's got it's got that, um, it's '90s metal ballad. Mm-hmm. I thought Boston, I thought Boston, yeah, I think it's got some Boston to it too, um, especially the the solo in the beginning and the and the acoustic at the like um, yeah. more than a, more than a feeling kind of vibe. Um, okay, uh, and then oh, but this may have been my favorite section of this concert. Uh, is they get they pick up the they plug back in and it goes from uh cupid's dead um into am i ever going to change there is a guitar solo in the middle there that and this is a thing that has kind of had been the only time where you're really seeing any sort of like it feels like this set list has settled in now because they've gone on to do the shows in uh, australia now with living color as well which is great Mm. um and nothing has changed nothing Mm. has changed like like this kind of got what we saw is kind of what got set in about three shows before we got there. And it, and it's been pretty stuck with the exception of this guitar. solo, because sometimes this turns into eruption from Nuno, but it didn't hear. He was just kind of fucking around. This is when he went. Um, I think he said something like, God, I love that chord at the end. This was like kind of in between um, oh, yeah. as it was after Cupid's dead. Though. But dude, Cupid's dead might have been might have been my favorite moment of this whole concert, because um, mm. this is when like this is a song that 
that is uh, is long and lets them go nuts. And they didn't abbreviate it at all. They uh, and and there's a moment where, you know, Nuno and 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 Pat are back to back and really just kind of up there and just driving that the the their bass and their guitar into the audience. Right. Kind of thing at the first song that the, and they're and they're sounding tight as Fuck, you know, uh, uh, Gary's bouncing all around. And as it finishes, like this is like, a, I think it's like a six minute long song. It just finally like, finishes with a boom kind of thing. And I remember Nuno just, and again, this is even something that they've been doing. Nuno just like flexes his muscles, right? Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, his bicep and, and Pat's just like, yeah, fuck yeah. And I remember at that moment, it was like, fucking Sidney Crosby scoring in 2002 for me. And, and I had like the, the reaction Damn. I had where I was just like, uh, 2010, pardon me. That was uh Joe in 2002. Um, I, I had, I just threw my, I was just like fucking, yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like, they, the fuck. Yeah. Like these guys are, are fucking just fucking setting it up and fucking knocking each one out of the park. Um, and stuck the stuck the landing to continue yeah. the sports metaphor. Yeah, let's do it or to mix mm-hmm. them up as much as we fucking can. Mm-hmm. Um, so awesome. I was like I said, I love that song, and I love that this one really seeing it live really did not disappoint. And it was from here that they went into the uh, that that kind of brief guitar solo, and then into "Am I Ever Gonna Change?" Another one of our. This is a song I know that we we both really really like. Um. Uh, and I thought it was, again, this is another song that's really long and they didn't abbreviate it. They let it go and go into those weird places that that this song goes. And I love yeah. when they get they do that. That's why I love X out on the new album, right, where they try to where they do stuff that's not, um, uh, you know, middle of the road or not your standard verse, chorus, verse. Uh, and again, and it's different. It's 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 another kind of full I don't want to say bloated songs because it's the just the right amount of weight but it's it uh, it, it didn't you know you you know you wonder like I said you don't know if there's going to be a tragic comic moment where it's like ah oh, you know that was it's great to hear him sing it but it could have been but these these are the two here these are the two that really kind of as I said I still have that that deep connection to three sides right and um seeing these two right in that moment there back to back just really kind of to me, um, really hit the high point of this uh, was uh, uh, awesome. Um, uh, am I ever going to change? Wait. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big surprise. I didn't. That felt like a really deep um, cut. Was it? Mm. Was it ever a single? Um, pseudo single, I believe. It didn't get a uh, like a, a video. I don't think yeah. it got like a full release. There was something they tried to put it on radio and it didn't fly. Um, but it has been a a a staple, a tour staple. Um, like since the, since then, yeah. Apple Music would call it an essential. <laughs> yeah, but no, they yeah. uh, they've been playing it um, forever uh, okay. since okay. since Three Sides came out. Okay, so they agree with me. It's a good song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but I but, but you know, all that being said, I mean, I, I like I like got like we were saying before, I don't follow set lists because I want to be surprised. And this was one of the moments mm-hmm. where I was like, where I did not expect them to pull this one out. Cool. Tragic comic in like, in hindsight, I can see because I remember that was a video. Yeah. And, and even, and no, yeah, Cupid's dead. Isn't, I wouldn't have probably expected that one. Mm. Again, these are both two. Uh, if there's two songs, well, there's three songs that they will always play from, three sides to every story it's rest in peace cupid's dead and i'm ever going to change um 
and then occasionally you'll get oh warheads warheads yeah, has, yeah, has yeah. appeared on this tour they open with warheads at one show that would be pretty fucking rad hey um um but it but it kind of came and went um and the only okay well we'll say after this uh came midnight express uh, another song that they've been playing forever even going back to porno graffiti uh or, or no uh even going back to three sides to every story when they would tour with that um mm. what before it had even come out um and, and yeah and it always gets played um to the point where you know and I, like I, I follow a lot of i've become you know uh familiar with a lot of the extreme um groups online and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i and you know discussion and, and like you know say, careful how no. you say that <laughs> the extreme groups online <laughs> not extremist i mean oh uh, yeah right. it's a whole other podcast that's no, what no, they should call on. themselves <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm sure that'll go well yeah. um um but a lot of them are like you know nuno has a lot more solos than uh or instrumentals other than midnight express and flight of the wounded bumblebee but those are the two that again they've never he's never stopped playing them right and so we're all kind of like you know i love there's a solo before mother on the opening uh on the first album that is so fucking good and there's a great solo before rock a bye bye that is so good um uh so it'd be nice and and there's some other there's a there's a song called crash landing or bumblebee crash landing that they used to play at the end of um Flight of the Wounded Bumblebee that has also kind of got a really different vibe. So it'd be nice to see them change it up. But that being said, watching Nuno play uh, Midnight Express, and this is just an acoustic uh, solo, he had, it was as though he was playing it for the first time or debuting it to a bunch of people. Like he had a, a ton of energy to it and a real attachment to it and was thrown in like, hey, like a, a lot of ha, or like those kind of things remembered that aren't on the original track. Um, That kind of like, oh, okay, really kind of got brought me back to, a song that I'd kind of, you know, uh, not really had any real attachment to. What do you think? Yeah, he was lost in that song. It was fucking, it was, it was so really, cool to watch. Really, yes. Really amazing to see because you can, you can hear that song. And I think I spoke about this on the first, the first time we talked and it feels mm-hmm. a little bit, it feels a little bit show offy. Um, but I, I take it all back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Like just, it was, it was like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, it's it was like watching here we go with the sports it's like watching it's watching a, a tennis player in the zone who just yeah. who can't miss like yeah he was and 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 looking back there's no other way you can play that song mm-hmm. if you know that song and how technically impossible that song is to mm-hmm. play. you you can't be thinking about what you're doing mm-hmm. it's just there's just a the human brain don't work that way yeah yeah he was yeah. Chan- <laughs> like you, yes. we were watching we were watching a dude channel stuff yeah um through his fingers mm-hmm. that was as surprising and electrifying yeah. to him yeah. as it was to us like it, it, it that's goosebump it, it, material man i it know was, man i feel like we haven't yeah talked about else. just how much it was every time he would do a, a solo every time yeah and then the, but it is but there's something but there's something specifically about yeah about yeah Minute about Minute because express it, because it is on an acoustic and it's you the, the sounds he is making mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure i'm sure they're pumped up a little bit but yeah, it's not yeah. like a, it's not like delay and reverb but he's you can you can see it coming from the, the guitar in, in in almost like colors like it, it, mm-hmm. it's yeah it was fascinating even 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 when he stopped playing mm-hmm. and, and then everyone of course erupted 
he didn't come out of it for a little bit. I know. I know. I know. He, he was sitting there. I've never seen a, I've never seen a, a guitar player that out of breath. Yeah. Yes. Was, yes. Was, and he was sitting down and he was sitting, he down. Was sitting yeah. down and he was just, it yeah. took him a little bit to come back because I swear to God, man, he went, he went to another planet. Yeah. It was, yeah. And that's kind of how he describes what he does at this point, which uh, is so cool. I think you have um, to. There's, yeah. There's yeah. more the way to be that good. Yeah. It's got to come from. Yeah. What a revelation, right? And, and uh, like, pretty. and, you know, like we knew that we'd be in awe yeah. of, of what yeah. we were watching, but you know, that's the kind of thing that, that I couldn't have uh, foreseen, you know what I mean? Like uh, of, of like what we're going to get and what we're going to, and what, itches are going to get scratched and things mm -hmm, along the way mm -hmm. but to see to be reminded of just like dude i'm an asshole for taking that song for granted for as long as i did i mean that's kind of yeah that's what it felt like uh, anyways well, that's what that's how i felt after the show too is like all that shit we talked about waiting for the punchline yeah was, yes, on, the way, yes. on the way on the way home i was like the fuck yeah. are we? Yeah. <laughs> these guys, these guys yeah. are killing it. They've always yeah. killed it. They're still yeah. killing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then this is great. This is a, a song that got added later to the show. Again, like I want to say three or four shows before ours. And they didn't play all of it here. But this is Gary and Nuno sitting down with the acoustic guitar. And this is where Nuno did a bit of an introduction about losing a friend recently. It's kind of what the song is based on. And when he did that, is it the calm before or the storm before the calm? He kind of broke down quotation marks um but uh and it was a really i love that they played this music because i love the harmonies on this song so fucking much i love it's it's a, a maturity in the harmonies that they that they didn't really have it has kind of a um an elliot smith uh kind of feel um uh really really like this song and i'm glad that you know i would have liked to have heard the whole thing because i love this is my favorite solo on the album and it's the most subdued album i wanted to see nuno do a subdued mm. solo especially right after um um midnight express but i'm not complaining we got a little bit of this it was my favorite song on the album um and that went into a little known track more than words yeah. uh and you know it's funny here how it's it's written here it just says you know, because when they came out uh, for Hurricane, just says in, in parentheses, Gary and Nuno only. And for more than words, it says Gary, Nuno and the crowd. Because, yeah, yeah, no, that's, and, that's true. Yeah. Um, they would let uh, everybody kind of carry it. I love that. And I think, you know, they've been doing this a lot. But, you know, it's not like they're half-assing it because this is the song they've played the most. And they have found a way to keep it real and it feel good for them and feel like they're not sick of it um because yeah. because uh maybe they're not i don't know um but uh what what i really really love is it's just how you know that everybody's for realsies is when it got to the end but just by saying i love doom doom waited for that then ooh, like everyone waited for that little extra moment mm -hmm. nobody nobody did it like you're not even not one little mistake you know what i mean no. that's that's the kind of thing that is uh again you know you don't know <laughs> it's just like what am i am i gonna feel anything when this song comes on yeah um because it's been so it's just it's one of those stone cold classics that it's just in the ether and you've heard it a thousand times and but when moments like that happen, it's just like, yeah, again, hairs on the back of your neck stand up. You know what I mean? Um, 
really special. Uh, anything else you want to say about this little hurricane uh, or little um, acoustic set? Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't looking forward to more than words so much because of it has been so played, and it's not a big rocker. Mm -hmm. um, but man, it, and I did not expect it to be so moving. Mm -hmm. um, I've been in. I've been in crowd sing-alongs at shows before, mm -hmm. but but not like that one. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> that, that one felt like that one felt like a choir yeah um i was singing at the top of my lungs we so, all were <laughs> and we all knew it um like you said we all knew it inside and out mm -hmm. um so i don't know maybe it's a maybe it's science but when you get that many voices together maybe they maybe it somehow works yeah yeah but it, and i'm sure the acoustics are helpful too and that yeah uh, yeah things nice were ball bouncing room. yeah and it yeah. felt good and i felt like i could almost like play with my voice to find Huh. harmony I, I yeah like I, I never i this is it this is uh big um big words but i i, I rarely let's let's i'll say that i'm not i won't say never but I'll, you rarely feel as inside of a song mm -hmm. um than that one yeah and i, did, and I didn't expect that from i know i know words. i know really it's a really kind of nice quiet moment yeah um yeah because the for rest song, of the yeah. because the rest of the show was so loud that was yep, a nice yep. quiet moment for that show and i'll say this did you know there was a cool moment at the end of that when they finished playing it mm -hmm. <laughs> they stopped remember this they stopped playing it and they talked a bit and then they played a little more of it do you remember that <laughs> no barely oh no yeah yeah because of the <laughs> la -di -da, da -di -da. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was kind of yeah, funny yeah but yeah. Um, another day at the office but but when they when they when they finished for real and they got up and they went back, Gary and Nuno had a moment. It was just a fist bump moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they looked at each other. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I swear to God, it was like that. We wrote that song together on that yeah. porch in Boston, whatever. Yeah. And look where it got us. Like it, I yeah. felt like that moment. Like me too, buddy. Because, I thought the exact same of that thing. Song, yeah. This whole fucking tour. Yeah. And now we're on the last night of it, and it's been such a success. Mm -hmm. years later i felt like there was a moment where that was it the one that did it felt like, real we, as fuck we, yeah we fucking did it man like yeah. and i got like i said who knows how much all these little things are uh choreographed or whatever but i loved it i, I noticed that, that and felt, i guarantee i know, I I know buddy i, I know up, i know I picked up on all that choreographed shit yeah, yeah i can yeah, tell yeah. when he was doing yeah. his bits but that yeah, moment yeah. felt really real i, I, I hear you man I, I thought it was really cool um okay so here's something interesting I don't know if you saw, but they put out an, uh, a new video for The Mask. I did. I saw it last yeah. night, actually. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's fine. Um, but there's a little bit of kind of political commentary at the beginning mm -hmm. that where they kind of show their boomer-ish-ism a bit, where they say something about, like, diversity is nothing without diversity of opinion. And that sounds like the dumbest fucking like stuff that you see online all the time. And so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And the reason why I'm mentioning that, I mean, like the, the video's fine and, and whatever. And I don't expect, I don't go, I don't expect these guys to be, you know, have their fingers on the pulse when it comes to, you know, getting the, the current climate, especially like online, you know? Um, but uh, so before they they go they did a fat bottom girls intro here for Banshee which was which was awesome because again that they did that uh, and we got to hear them harmonize again but also they did that as part of that Queen medley but I think something just before it 
is they said something about how because this song was left off of a um a recent uh, greatest hits that came out for again reason it was I, I believe queen's choice to, to have this thing taken off and like other people you know different of course it, it's turned into one of those bullshit kind of culture war things um and i think i feel like i get the impression that with based on what nudo said that he kind of bought into the bullshit culture war because he said something like now i know this i said something about this is one of those songs that's going to get canceled and i just again another phrase that i fucking hate mm-hmm. is when people say someone's going to get canceled like no one's getting fucking canceled yeah. um but whatever um because like i don't know if you'd heard the story about fat bottom girls i hadn't heard that story about fat no bottom it, girls. like and that's why they and that, like again this is something that was added recently to the thing that do to the intro to banshee because banshee had been showing up i believe that they had actually opened a show with banshee once which would be pretty cool too yeah. um um but uh they had been adding this again a little more recently because excuse me um they yeah i think it was for reasons Queen had put out, uh, you know, it's the same greatest hits that they put out, but they put this out on some sort of platform that was aimed at like 10 year olds. Right. Mm-hmm. Or or like a 10 and under. Right. So like maybe we should I think they made the choice to like, OK, maybe we should probably leave that one off. Right. But of course, everyone, like both sides are are like, well, it's like, uh, you know, one is or it's like, you know, I don't want to say both sides because it's not sides. It's just fucking idiots like one is who are like. It was like, well, go because we should be looking after uh, children. They shouldn't be putting this smut on there. But the other one's like, oh, cancel culture, strike it again, right? And mm. and all this gets into muddled bullshit, right? And again, like, uh, I don't want to. I've got off on a bit of a rant here, but it kind of, you know, that's one of those things that's a little disappointing <laughs> as I get old, as these guys get older, and we do. And I like that they keep it to a minimum. But that being said, I love that they did this at the beginning before this song, and I wish they had just done it without even saying anything, right, because right. because. Uh, it they uh the song is um about uh banshees about a, a woman too and it is kind of a throwback uh to a kind of van halen kind of vibe oh, a throwback totally. to the to the first i've said it's um it's uh it feels like a david lee roth song but with sammy hagar singing uh that's that, the way uh gary approaches it um it's and this a, was it's a sex song yeah it's a sizzler it's a sizzler don't uh, let don't let your 10 year olds listen to this yeah. this one it's a, it's yeah yeah song. they might now there might be some of you woke culture motherfucker like whatever god damn it uh anyways i i liked it a lot uh banshee um great times uh, another one from the uh the new album um but then that went into take us alive which again, another real highlight uh, for me. The only Sadad the Rock song they played. I kind of wish they would have fit one in there. Uh, the only other one that had been showing up was Comfortably Dumb, a song that I've never really crazy uh, about. Um, but there are a couple on there that I, I, I love the way I, I, that album, how they really wear their um, classic rock influences, Zeppelin in particularly, uh, the loudest, right? Um, and so I would wanted to have seen more of that, but this song is is is, is an extreme stalwart, I think now, uh, Take Us Alive. It is, uh, it feels pretty timeless, right? Um, it's got a real kind of country electric vibe and, and, and it did not let, uh, it did not disappoint live in my opinion. Uh, and I, okay, here's the other thing too is, I knew that they were sneaking in a that's all right, uh, mama, uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of this because it really goes along with a boom, 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 that's all right. But, but I had oh, yeah. no it's idea, a really song, for sure. yeah. I had no idea that that 
Gary would go full Elvis for the entire thing. And he's like shaking his hips and everything. It was fucking charming as fuck. I don't care. Uh, you know, I, I no, dude, he's, six, he's 62, man. Elvis yeah, is his hero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and he, and it, you know, and, and it's such a nice touch to throw that in again. Like this guy is jumping all over the place, but having fun with the songs and, and hitting those high notes and, and, and knowing when to, hold back and everything uh this again i thought take take us alive is another really big highlight for me um before we get into this last little wrap things up for the first before the encore banshee take us alive anything you want to add yeah they're both i mean i like i love banshee that uh, song's really growing on me and uh yeah take us alive was a was a nice highlight mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you ever watch you ever watch on cinema of course of course dude i love it I, I subscribe yeah, to the high I, network. I feel like I'm falling into Tur- Turkington, Turkington. Turkington territory here. <laughs> yeah. Five bags of popcorn. Five bags of popcorn. And, <laughs> and, 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 and an lip- extra guitar pick. And a kiss with lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, then we go into the Flight of the Wounded Bumblebee uh, cover, um, which, you know, obviously, again, great to see live. Um, or it, it, you know, it, it didn't, I wasn't as kind of, you know, that Midnight Express revelation had already kind of happened and he'd done a ton of electric solos up until this point. So, again, it's still a fucking marvel anytime mm-hmm. he does any of these things. But, um, you know, I wasn't as moved as to what kind of started right after it wrapped up, which it usually goes right into He-Man, Woman Hater. But the drums that lead into Get the Funk Out, what I, I believe is their best song ever. Um, uh, and their their signature song, uh, yeah. I'd say. Right. Um and such a great time this is when i had promised my uh, wife and daughter that i would facetime and i know they love this song both of them do so i shined or uh, i put them on for this moment um just before the the um the chorus and again right if everybody had been singing along through everything at this point uh, you know they're starting to match our um our jumping energy nobody nobody really did right i've been trying to watch uh footage because i know we were bouncing around way more than anybody else did um oh yeah there 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 were guys moving their girlfriends out of yes, our way once once decadence dance started yeah. I, like, <laughs> look out i was 21 look year out. old yeah. i was 21 years old again and i'm like what yeah. you got to get to the front yeah but i really elbows felt- out yeah, but I really felt because it was this song and because it was at the end, or they could tell it was near the end of the of the uh, of the set um, that everybody was really kind of found that extra energy here. A, a great way to kind of wrap up the show um, before the encore. Um, great to see that uh, that um, that solo live in particular, because I love mm-hmm. that solo. Mm-hmm. Um and just again, this is a song where everybody has their moments. And this is a song where everybody gets a time to shine like Cupid's dead. Like, like um, not bad for a pasty face. White boy, well, well, Pat's pounding on that bass, man. Um, and again, yeah, they wrap up and they're all like the place is going mad for them. And right. Yeah. And they are like you can see the smiles on their faces and 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 they're they're super grateful. And we know that, you know, they're going to be right back out here. But before we get to this last encore get the funk out um that live up to the height yeah it was great it was yeah. great my knees were pretty fucking sore by this time so i yeah. wasn't i wasn't i wasn't jumping as, as high it, yeah. i was i was reminded yeah, <laughs> yeah but i have no gary sharon of, of my of my age well it's funny because like, i have a knee brace now when i run hmm. and after the first couple of songs i was like oh shit i should have brought my knee brace and then i'm having the thought oh a knee brace to a concert that's what it's come to 
Yeah, well, that's what Nuno was and wearing then, one. Well, then I saw Nuno. He would have fit right in. Look, I'm right. like you, Bobby. Me and you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Bionic men. We're getting it done. Yeah, no, it was a yeah, but uh, um, not a not a surprising way to go out uh, with the with their maybe arguably arguably one of their biggest hits. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah. it it, uh, it yeah, and a nice little foreshadowing to the actual end of the show. Mm-hmm um right yeah get the fuck out no we're not going anywhere um so yeah uh you know nobody settles down the claps keep going and uh right away uh, or it felt like right away god this whole night went was like a blur man but everything's coming back the more we talk about it um nuno comes out by himself and i knew about this uh i knew about this moment and this was awesome i'm glad i got i got all this on camera where he just kind of sits and leans against the uh the the big old uh, amps there the big speakers and start just kind of fiddling around on his electric and then does the intro to women in love um as a as a great uh tribute to eddie van halen and kind of points up to the sky and it's fucking dope fucking awesome right because mm-hmm. he is the he's pretty much the the torch carrier at this point i mean um well, he'd, he'd argue that you know he's not and that there's yep. only one king but yes yes i think i think it's safe yep. to say that yeah we can we can speak for him and then mm-hmm. that eddie is his yeah i love his, his, if you his, notice his in interviews team. in interviews he always calls he refers to him as edward he always edward. refers to him as edward yeah i know yeah it's pretty rad um and then they go into my daughter's favorite song from six small town beautiful um i thought it was great i think this is a good kind of like it is a throwback to uh it's like a country song but it's also a throwback to the to the um to the 80s ballads which yeah. is so which is uh perfect because then they they bleed into song for love another wade kidley favorite yeah. and my buddy uh and and man what a great kind of here's the thing they had been flip-flopping these two i think i told you this afterwards the two in the encore here and they kind of finish and this would be a perfect one. why not uh, all for singing a song for life. and it's that kind of and that purple an rain kind of solo uh mm-hmm. that he does there it would have been a great kind of mm-hmm. kind of you know heartwarming thing where we all like well we shared this together you guys let's go home you know mm-hmm. and 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 it really had that vibe but you think these guys are going to go out like that not by damn fucking sight because mm-hmm. finally they go into that opening track rise and I talked about their new song, the new song rise, the opening track. And I talked about that opening riff being so generic. And, and when I heard it the first time, I was kind of like, really, this is what you guys are coming out with. Dude, when they started playing that riff there at the yeah. end, if I, yeah, I might've been feeling pain in my legs, but all those pains were, but all that pain was mm-hmm. fucking gone at that moment, because that is one of the hardest songs in their catalog. And it is it felt hot and fresh and like a real uh, a statement that they made at the end of this fucking thing that they're not going anywhere, man, or at least that's what it felt like. Um, and then we like we talked about seeing all these incendiary uh, electric solos. Uh, and then we finally got to see that that one yeah, and that yeah. and that one, like you would think at this point you'd be okay. Oh, he's doing another solo. But then you're like, oh no, this is a goddamn virtuoso who can't stop doing this. He can't (laughs) stop finding new ways to reinvent ways to do this, this thing that is so rare now. Like as uh, my friend Ted said, in in the, in the, um, in the, uh, when we talked about this album in the season premiere of, 
of this podcast is that it's an anachronism now you don't hear them anymore it's it's something from another time um but that doesn't change the fact that it's there's one person in the world who can fucking do this like i remember it was so weird to see when this album first came out on apple music and it would list as the songwriters gary sharon and then usually some of these other people that we that they worked with throughout because they did play uh with everyone and nuno's not listed on anyone and i'm like how can that be because then it gets to, like when it gets to these parts in the middle they just like yeah. okay and then nuno you do this okay they can't right. no it's impossible yeah. but eventually i saw i saw on the um on the on the liner notes so yeah that nuno's on every song he's a songwriter on every song um which right. makes entire sense and yeah so then they they say goodbye and they wrap up and and the and the place is just fucking exhausted but kind of like we kind of feel like we've been to church you know mm-hmm. um and i didn't think i would i would care to do anything like this but the moment happened at the end where they're all out there shaking hands and i'll do this in reverse order because it's kind of how it went um I got gary last and gary here's where i think he recognized because he did point direct. I don't know if he pointed directly at you at any point in the in the thing. And I know he did and sung along with me at, at one point directly at me. Yeah. And I don't know if he's like, hey, it's that Travis Velocian motherfucker. I know <laughs> you. Because when it got to him, he was just kind of like like high fiving and throwing his hands around. And when it got to me, it felt like it, it felt a little like he swatted my hand away. <laughs> But so I got that from from Gary Sharon. And then Gary and, holds his Pat, and Pat was in the middle. Gary, that's that's gonna <laughs> but when and then Pat in the middle and Pat gave me the greatest kind of just great high five, like great kind of high five, like and it was real and it was shared and we looked at each other like fuck yeah, what about mm-hmm. that? What about mm-hmm. what we just did together, man? What about what we just shared? Sure, yeah, no. Um, but that. the first one, the first one I had I I had got to was Nuno Bentoncourt himself, and I got a legit like kind of handshake and a fucking squeeze and again a look at each other like fuck, what was that? How was that, man? That mm-hmm. was real. Cool. And I didn't expect to feel moved by that. Um, it's weird, man. Yeah. I'm I'm 45 fucking years old. Yeah. I shouldn't I shouldn't swoon at fucking guitar <laughs> gods shaking my hands. Oh well. Yeah. Um but 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 what uh, you're talking about is not just it's not just the guitar. What what I got from what you just said there is that you shared a moment with these guys on stage who were looking to you as a part of the audience to to um corroborate what they just went through yeah. you, you always hear about bands always say like it's you know you can't we can't do this without you guys and yeah you guys are why we're here and and you get what 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 you give us we give back and that kind of symbiotic relationship between a band and and uh the audience yeah and and we all know that's true but you don't often you don't often feel it face to face you know um and that and i think that's what that's yeah more like and i mean and i mean it's a lot of yeah and it, and you know and of course it was it wasn't just 45 year old travis halosh and shaking doodles hat right yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah, fucking 13 yeah. year old travis halosh and shaking noodles hat sure man sure yeah so it was, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for carrying me there for a minute there, man. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, it's, you know, 
I talked to, I've talked about my Ted here, uh, my buddy Ted here a couple times, cause I've been talking with him about this experience and he's, and he told me, do you, th- or he asked me, do you think there's a way you could objectively review this concert? And mm. probably not, probably not. No, but I know the feeling in that room, man. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want to objectively look at that concert yeah. because that's not, you don't go to a concert to critique it or to like no. talk about what worked and what But didn't. I mean, we did, we did, we did, right? And I told you, Tragic Comic wasn't uh, wasn't the home run that a lot of these ones were. You know what I mean? Yeah, but um, that's, just going, that's just part and parcel because you just didn't, you didn't get that, you didn't get the feeling, the connection. Yeah. It's all about that, the, how you, you felt in those moments. Yeah, but yeah. I would say, look, 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 there are bands who are great and who might not put on a great live show. Oh, yeah. There are bands who are, you know. Kings of Leon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I would imagine. I, I'll have to hold you to that. Um, but I've had, yeah, yeah, tons of experiences like that. Um, uh, and, you know, rarely, I, I can but... say I can say with, with a ton of sincerity, like, I knew my wife would have had a great time at that show. She was, like, kind of on the fence about coming. I know she would have a great time there. I know a lot of my friends who aren't extreme fans would have walked out of there like, man, that, that was a blast. That was such a good time. Um, At least that's what like, look, and again, am I, am I objective (laughs) in this, in this assessment? Probably not, but that's the way I feel right now, you know, 10 days out and maybe they'll put out, maybe they'll put out a, um, uh, a thing where we will get a chance to look at this a few years down the line mm. um um and uh and uh kind of like oh yeah i guess we were a little kind of creaming our jeans too much there, but i i honestly don't feel it man um the other thing too i should mention when they were saying these goodbyes it was playing here's to the losers over the uh over the loud system of the loudspeakers as well so we did get a little bit of of a little bit more from six there so that in total we got one two three four five songs from six and then the uh uh, here's to the losers over the loudspeaker. So they did end up kind of showing you like, yeah, you know, and, and that's the other kind of thing too, is you, usually bands will play their kind of hits on the way out. You know what I mean? And you know, they're, they're not doing that. That's why I felt like I said, this really felt like a statement at the end here that, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. no, it was a definitely, it was a definite choice. Um, yeah. and a really interesting one. And one I have not seen before, mm-hmm to 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 close with your op- with every every other fucking band in the world would have opened with rise yeah 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 the first single off a new album that's getting some play yeah it's getting yeah. some talk it's getting some buzz it's mm-hmm. got a vibe mm-hmm. right, Trav? It's got a vibe. there you go there it is and <laughs> every other band would have i like i would have put money in down in vegas that they would have opened with rise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i do think they did early on in the uh in the oh, okay. in the thing as well if memory serves i can take a look but yeah. But even then, and then, but even that's that that adds another layer to it. To like, let's do it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, they were open. They would open with Rebel a lot. Rebel, yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes sense too, yeah. um, because they kind of came out at the same time. But yeah. yeah, just just here's our new single. We're gonna rock your faces off with it. No, they're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do porno graffiti, not just one, but two off the top. Mm-hmm. To, now we got you in our hands yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah like you like like you've like you've mentioned just to that that shot across the bow at the end that maybe yeah i mean that that says maybe it won't be another th- uh, won't be a while before we see them again we're not done yeah yeah that, that's what i felt here's to the losers on tape to me it was kind of uh, kind of 
I would not yeah. gonna say it left a bad taste in my mouth, but I thought it was it was odd. Like, why don't you just play it? You're mm. here. You're still here. They were exhausted. It was weird to hear. They had. They, I think that was a late addition too. So I think that's just kind of like, hey, you know what we should do? But I want to try this on the way out, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe they were hoping that the crowd would be hot enough to kind of start doing that actual sing along that happens uh, at the well, end of the song. They, they would have got it if they played it. If they played it, hundred percent, hundred percent. But again, uh, and, but again, yeah. it, it's not the same. It's not the same feeling as ending with rise. Yeah, uh, you like got it. Here's to the losers is the last song on the record, yeah, so it yeah. kind of makes sense that it would be the last song. The and show. yeah, I've seen Nuno talking in the intro to the mask that he's excited to start playing it on on uh, the tour. So maybe they will start to change some things up as this thing goes on because it goes all the way to the end of the year, like just before uh, Christmas, I believe, where they go to they're in Australia now. Then they're going to go to Europe and then Japan. Uh, three shows in Tokyo. These guys cannot walk down the street in Tokyo. And they're <laughs> playing big. right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really funny. I love that. I love that. I love that, too. Um, all right. But yeah, uh, what a great time. Oh, and we should say the ride home. Very uneventful oh, and yeah. very smooth. Um, like, uh, like we knew what we were doing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I did notice the second we got across the border, you're like, yeah, I'm calling Uber. <laughs> no it made sense it made it made I, way more sense based on where we each defense, had to go in my defense i just i looked at the numbers though yep I yep wanted yep, to get home yep <laughs> um so yeah a a, a really great time a, a shout out to the, the city of seattle is the best i love going there mm-hmm. um i wish we could have spent a bit more time there um but yeah I, I just a well, great we time there earlier but then we wouldn't have met brenda we wouldn't have met brenda yeah yeah um and had that delicious flatbread or what did you have? you had wings right um so, all right the beer was yeah. good the beer was yeah good. beer was, was great lo- and the beer much- was good and local yeah. and yeah and, yeah and probably and in that moment probably the best beer i've ever had yeah yeah. yeah i hear you buddy i hear you all right so yeah a great time a great show but and uh we cannot say goodbye to you uh and to wrap up our our uh Season three of yours, mine and the truth. Mm-hmm. I need your top six from Extremes Six. Have you been doing this to everybody, no matter what yep. the show yep. is? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, for, the, for the non for the non extreme fans, I tell them to come up with like t- their top three because okay. usually I have two of them, and it ends up being six. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's because right, right. like, come on, <laughs> you know, well, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, like, like I have a lot of friends who are like, seriously, Travis. <laughs> You know what I, I mean? Know. That's that's life, right? The objective listeners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, but no, but I, I did listen to that first podcast where you guys talked about it, mm-hmm. and and I was struck by how um, our Venn diagram of of favorite songs on this isn't there's only there's only a couple because you guys you I don't know if you I don't know if you, it's changed since you been listening to it more but yeah you, no i'm thinking about you, that but you, I, I, you were talking about the first four tracks is kind of like yeah they're just there they're kind of getting through them a, a bit mm-hmm. redundant to the old stuff and then you like and then i think you said to me the last four songs are some of the best that they've ever done yeah and and for me it's it's quite the opposite the first four songs are my favorite my, mm. my top four rise rebel um banshee which i which i talked to you about is like really really grown on me even more mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Fucking, I love it. Mm-hmm. And, That's the only song that uh, Pat wrote along to. And you can okay. get that, right? Where it's all like their kind of vibe or like, let's all kind of sing this song that we wrote together that, you know, mm. is is reminiscent of when we first started doing this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I just love that. Uh, Banshee got me down six feet underground. Like, that's such a great refrain. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's a great chorus. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's just a good rock. And I love their... But you know, even with my top ten before, it's it's all the rock. I like the rock songs, right? All right yeah. So so yeah, and then I love I love um, I love uh, other side of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's just so fun to sing to. Um, and then and then I I so I love and then um, I I move to X out X out is mm, there you uh, go I, I like that song because and I think I, we agree on this I think yeah and Rebel I, Rebel made my top five as well yeah yeah but I mean but with X out it's um it it, it feels like it's they're doing something a little different and yep. uh, and doing it well yeah um uh, for me the album ends after that I can't I don't like, you're the, crazy here's so this is okay but I cannot listen to it because it's too poppy um, it would be like they would say it's bad like uh, there's a song called Hey Blondie that you heard on, I can't remember who it's by, but it's on the Barbie soundtrack, which is the same kind of vibe, but yeah. Beautiful Girls is a better song than Hey Blondie. Doesn't have that Brian that's May, bar, uh, doesn't Travis, have that. That's a low bar. Nah, not in my mind. As, as a pot, as that, as that, uh, pre, uh, the appreciator of the Steve, as a little Steven in this conversation, hey the appreciate, as the appreciation, the appreciator of that never ending now. Um, I like, uh, I like beautiful girls uh, more, and I love that. Um, like I said, yeah, it doesn't that's have that. The never ending now because that song feels like it's stuck in the early aughts uh, at sure. a Sugar Ray concert. Yeah, sure, right hey, fine, whatever. But that's not now. Hey, um, yeah, but you'll hear no. But that Hey Blondie, that Hey Blondie sounds like a Sugar Ray uh, type kind of song too. And yeah, it's not easy. It's Sugar Ray. What did what did they got? They got two Stone Cold classics at least that we can't do. Like it doesn't matter if we like them or not, man. They are in the ether. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Um, so, and then there's a, there's a, like, I guess what I say, like, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to ever like it, but I just, all I'd say is that there is a science to it. That's all uh, uh, I would add. Not That's talking all about science. We're talking about art. Yes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, my sixth, my sixth favorite song. And, and I go back between thicker than blood and the mask. Um, and I, and I, I think I'm going to go with the mask. And even though, even though Nuno's put on cowboy thing drives me crazy. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, yeah. The, that was more the, Rob Zombie. The verse. Like, I really, yeah. I really wish, I really wish he'd just let Gary sing it. Yeah. Um, because when Gary comes in, it, it kicks ass. And yeah. that, and that, and that song um changes up halfway through, like that cor- right before the chorus. Yeah. It moves into a a different a different groove, and 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 and, and it's unexpected in that song. Mm-hmm. And. uh and that that my it's growing on me that one yeah yeah it does too it's because i always forget about the uh the part that it builds to the what you imagine like that like yeah, yeah that is like, fucking dun, 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 yeah yeah i love when it gets that yeah. when it gets it, to that point changes. like it's just kind of like oh this is a uh this song has more to it than just this uh, this guy it. trying to sound like uh, uh whoever yeah, i don't i don't know it's a weird choice um, i don't know why and then the, and then to watch the video I'm like he's just yeah he's, yeah he's got his lip up he's and they did it in joshua tree they it. did it at the joshua tree of course apparently so you know that everyone there is on like ayahuasca or some bullshit yeah uh awesome anyways yeah no there's a couple there uh the mask shows up a couple times in a, uh 
the, no, no, it's only the second time the mask has shown up. Sat really liked it. Um, mm. But yeah, um, Banshee uh, and uh, yeah, Rise is starting to get a little more love from uh, my buddies Kelly and Johnny. So there you go. We'll see. Because I'm figuring what I'm figuring out here is mm. what are the the canonical uh, top six songs from six? Because I'm mm. throwing this, I'm throwing out this wide net, you know. Yeah, and sure. everybody's yeah. got their uh, their things. And I think if I, I got to put this all together, we, we're, this is you know, as you say, it's not science, but I do like sabernetics, you know, this is, uh, which one of these games has the best, or which one of these songs has the best, uh, wins above replacement. Anyways. Um, awesome, man. Thank you so much for doing this. It's great to, as I said, great to hang out again. Great to talk again. Great yeah. to experience something with someone who understands uh, a, a lot right like it's yeah. not uh, one of my favorite things about you is um and it, and i okay. think it's because because I, I got more time i got yeah, more time because i is i think it's because i i try i strive to just kind of i, I want to say a, a way to say this without sounding like a fucking something you'd see on a live laugh love pillow is like to to fucking <laughs> dance like nobody's watching kind of thing right. you literally we, we literally you and i uh both kind of i've noticed this about us for a long time right i remember at our wedding you were on that floor all fucking night long you played good um, music at that yeah, wedding. i appreciate you saying so you sir. introduced me to bands at your wedding <laughs> yeah that's great. how good the music was <laughs> um but yeah and it was the same thing at this show and it's not just because we had this energy. It was because we shared this love for this band and we were finally getting to see them. And uh, I'm really glad I, I'm really glad I got to share it with you, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so thank you again for doing this. Um, and I hopefully, uh, uh, like I said, um, uh, I want to get, let's get our families together sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, and then let's go see, let's go see shows. We don't have to go so far. I like it. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sounds take, good, man. We don't have to take the car. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Goodbye everybody. Okay.
Well, all right. That's a wrap on season three. Almost a wrap on season three. Before we really kind of tie everything up, we got a big thing to take care of. But before we do that, again, one last big thanks to Wade for for joining the family for the road trip, but also for for that conversation and for uh, yeah for for remaining a, a good friend after all these years. Now, as you know, season three was the season of Extreme Six, and you know we changed the uh, the the end there the end uh um you know poll question or the or the requirement or you know what some people think is a suggestion <laughs> for uh for ymt guests which is to come up with normally it was to give me your top five extreme songs which you know i i've put together playlists to make these things somewhat easy for people um but with this one they were giving me their you know ranking their their favorite songs on six and i've been you know Putting numbers into this, we got a we got a good batch and a good range. I think I cast a good net. So this will be, this is canonically the top six songs. Or these are canonically the top six songs from six. Uh and and you know, this is the ultimate argument settler. It's uh there's you know, you can say you don't like, but this is just this is, you know, science. So you're just gonna have to go with this. Um, a couple notes before we before we dig in, uh, and we'll go from from the bottom to the top. A, it's what's what's really cool is every song got a vote, at least one vote. Only one song only got one vote, and that was "Save Me." Um, but aside from that, things were were pretty spread out. So I guess that's a sign of uh, you know a, a, a good album if if. If people can name favorites uh, and everyone's got a favorite that, you know, is on there, then they must have done something right with this. Uh, again, objectively speaking, because this is this is canon now. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to go backwards. Uh, I know one last interesting note is is Rise did not make the top six, which is really uh, the kind of the one track that had a lot of momentum or got some felt like it was getting some kind of mainstream appeal um uh, and so that was interesting uh okay let's go uh so top this is interesting i guess we'd say fifth and sixth but they're, they're really they're tied for fifth uh it was thicker than blood and rebel uh hashtag rebel um uh yep yeah, makes sense two of the rockers uh both of those were on my in my top six so uh that makes sense that they would be canonically as i'm going to say tied for fifth and here's something crazy. Here we go. Second, third, and fourth also tied. So tied for second. Second best. Um, and maybe we're going to figure out a tiebreaker later. That I still have to talk to my uh, my guys in the lab and see how we're going to do that. But for now, we're going to go with these. They're all tied for second. Uh, Banshee, Beautiful Girls, and X Out. Uh, three very different songs. I love that. I think that's cool. Again, shows the diversity, and I like how how they all kind of ended up. Hey, there's there's enthusiasm for for different songs here, um, at, at very different songs. But a lot of people were enthusiastic enough to 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 boost all three of those these three very different songs into uh, sec the second best song on six, and finally at number one. And this was this one was a runaway number one. I think everyone 
or pretty close to everyone uh, uh, name this as one of their their uh, favorites on the album or one of the top three or top six or whatever. Uh, and that is Hurricane. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that I, I think it's hard to dispute. I mean, it's not hard to dispute. It's you can't because that's, you know, that is etched in to extreme lore now that those are the top uh, that that. Well, you know, let's just say Hurricane is the best song on Extreme Six. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, just one of those things. Um, yeah, so that will be season three of Yours, Mine, and the Truth. Thank you so much, you guys. Like I said, we are, I am going to get back together with uh, Scott McLeod and Brad McNeil to do that, uh, 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 you know, revamp another Staff Picks episode. My two uh, former fellow Blockbuster employees where I met those two guys and that uh, could, and that's great to talk uh, movies with those guys and we will do that. Um but before I sign off, I, I've got to tell you what's going on in my life now. I, I mentioned it before, and this is, you know, I got lots of cool things going on in the, in the podcast verse. Um, uh, I want to give a, a shout out before I get into my stuff. I, I was, I was uh, nice or I was fortunate enough to have been asked to go on a, a really great podcast that you guys should check out called the ADHD DVD with uh, my dear friend, Justin Morissette and uh, co-host, uh, Haley, um, we talked about the long goodbye. You can look at find that uh, wherever you find your podcast. That was awesome. Um, uh, also, uh, my other podcast, uh, which I, uh, I I'm really proud of the last episode I did. It's funny, you know. I'm in the middle of a, a dry September, and for some reason, it's making me uh, more emotional in my podcast. And this one was. It's not like this one where I kind of was, um, you know dealing with uh, the waterworks it was more i was just i let loose on the star wars fan base and the, the general idea of what makes a star wars fan and what people seem to think um but that is uh it's called i'm no jedi uh an ahsoka recap podcast if you're watching ahsoka on disney plus this has been a ton of fun i do it with my my podcast partners uh pete schermacher and marta wesselhoff two dear friends and two guys who who really helped to fill in the lore and and uh you know really help with the you know understanding and at times really uh, aid in the appreciation of of what they're trying to do on on a show that as you'll hear at the end of my rant that it's fine it's a fine show it's fine uh but i really i think our podcast is great i really i stand by that um aside from that oh i, I mentioned uh brad mcneil uh he was our, our last uh one of our, our most recent guest on my bi-weekly uh live on Twitch wrestling watch along uh mystery titan see it I've mentioned it before I do I do it with uh former YMT guests uh Kelly Nelson and Johnny Hedgepeth and um after the live shows are done we uh do a couple edits and put it up on YouTube and some of it makes it all the way through and some of it doesn't so look for that mystery titans theater Follow us on twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. I'm trying to get my followers up there. As well as uh, find us at youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine. Um, but there you also find links to the Patreon there. And I'm going to include links to my the Patreon for Mystery Titan Theater in, in today's description as well. Uh, it, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool to, that people are excited about that. Because that has been such a fun thing. We've had so many great guests. I mentioned Brad being on there with my... I got another uh, uh, former YMT guest, James Hamilton, um, who I went to college with. And we had such a great time. Before that, we had done an episode with 
uh, local wrestler and referee Boogie Knight uh, on a, a tribute to Terry Funk that you guys should really look out for that because usually we watch bad wrestling and and kind of uh, joke over top of it and and have a great time and it occasionally gets something good or a hidden gem. Um, but that Terry Funk one is just, of course, obviously Terry Funk is you know the greatest of all time um, to a lot of people, uh, and I'm not gonna fight too many people on that stance. Uh, uh, so it's it's full of great stuff, and it really helps you understand and a good range of uh, a great artist's legacy. So I recommend looking that out. And other shows on Mystery Titan Theater uh, help us out there. And speaking of wrestling, uh, uh, one more quick uh, thank you to uh, Dusk Pro Wrestling here in Vancouver and to Parm Singh Man, another uh, really great friend, for having me on to host uh, their recent wrestling show, Blue Moon. That was a great experience because, as you guys know, I'm a co-owner and uh, part of creative and uh, host um, of Boom Pro Wrestling and their, and their shows in town. And that's always, you know, I was, you know, part of that from the ground up. So I was kind of, you know, I worked my way into the industry kind of thing, like without really giving anybody a chance to see if I had what it took. So to have someone, um, as I said, like Parm, have faith in me and see that uh, I can go and do this kind of thing, just be like one of the, a member of, uh, you know, the talent for a show and not be somebody who's, you know, there just because of, uh, just because I was part of the start of the company kind of thing, uh, meant a lot to me. Um, uh, so thank you to Dusk uh, Pro, but yeah, Boom Pro Wrestling is back September 16th, you guys. Season two begins. That show is sold out, but we will have shows after that. October 27th and 28th, the Friday and Saturday, a couple Halloween theme Halloween theme shows. I'll include a link to tickets for that or to get on our mailing list because that will really help you because those keep selling out. And I will say this again, you guys, Boom Pro Wrestling has been, you know, I've been fortunate to be on, 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 you know, I've done a ton of like acting work and commercials and be part of some great, um, you know, crews and creative people, but, and, and television shows even like really big, big time TV shows that are, that, uh, you're going to see soon. And I'll be, able, I should be able to tell you about a bit more about in the future, but boom pro wrestling has been without a doubt the most fun and rewarding well-being that right amount of challenging uh just cr- creative collaboration i've ever been a part of and i'm so proud of it so i really want you guys to you know if you don't hear from me for a while here to go on and just keep your eye on boomprowrestling.com because we're really excited what's coming next and we're really excited how how many of you are excited as well uh so there's that thank you very much um thanks everybody who sticks with me thanks for listening Thanks for, um, you know, being a pal. My daughter finally learned her, her, um, who her teacher was or who her teacher is today. There's this weird thing where they have a week of school, uh, without, a without knowing who their new teacher is going to be. They kind of stick around their old classes. And, uh, and so we're all really excited about that here when we come home to talk about her, her new teacher and her new class. And so, you know, it's kind of, uh, the time goes on and, um, I'm really glad that you guys are here along with us for this. And um, thanks again. We will see you soon, very soon, on Yours, Mine, and the Truth. Goodbye.